While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. You are welcomed by Heather Gay and the little frog in her throat (laughs) that's now left us. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast and one of the owners of Beauty Lab and Laser, my pride and joy, and my reason d'etre. I'm joined by my co-host and business partner in all things not romantic, Dre. Hello, Dre. And together we are Drether. Taking the podcast world by storm. Yep. You mixed it up a little bit. I like it. Mixing it up. Are we A-B testing like... You know what's A B testing? Like when you do one version is version A, oh, the other version is yeah. version B, and you see which one people respond to. I like it. Yeah. Well, so this was B because what we normally do is A. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, normally I don't have a frog in my throat. <laughs> it was funny though. Normally I, I just have a frog in my pocket. I literally thought that's where you were going. I thought you were going to say the frog in my pocket. Yeah. Dre. Dre. And the little fr- <laughs> we know the frog in my pocket belongs to none other than John Jarden, the anonymous wombat. Aww. Who, who doesn't listen to this podcast, or if he would, he would feel a small thrill upon this shout out. <laughs> To those who know him, you might want to give him a mention. Just say, hey, I heard about you in the podcast. We're going to lure him to listen. Lure them in. Yes, yes. Little nuggets. A lot of podcast people lure people in by talking smack and trash and like, you know, fear. So you listen in fear. Uh What's the latest thing they're going to attack me on? But we don't really do that. We just lure you in with fluff. Yep. And fandom. And a a great time. We lead with love. We lead with love. That's the lab loves you. Change your lips, change your life, change your Tinder profile. <laughs> well, um, how was your weekend? You were out of town this last weekend. Yes, I was in LA for the World of Dance and Boom Crew took fifth in the nation. No way. Yeah, fifth oh in gosh. the nation. Um, and then we had the world finals the next day and we didn't place, but well, we place, but we don't mention the place because if it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything after 10, it just feels like embarrassing. Right. Even though it's not. No, it's, yeah, amazing. But there were some amazing, amazing dance groups. And it was just like different sections, like juniors, team, um, professional team, hip hop. It was just a cool. That's so cool. I didn't get to see J-Lo. She used to be a judge, but I guess the finals aren't on TV anymore. And we wouldn't have made the finals, so. Hmm. Just such a dance mom. I was a dance mom. I was like her Sherpa. Had to steam her outfit, make sure she got to rehearsals, make sure she had snacks, stayed hydrated. I mean, kids just keep you humble, don't they? Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> like, I was her bitch <laughs> all weekend. And like, I thought I was going to have all this downtime. I was planning on shopping. I was going to take meetings. I was going to write on the computer. Nothing. I forgot my laptop. I didn't even need it. Oh my gosh. You probably wouldn't have had I time. wouldn't have even yeah. opened it, I don't yeah. think. But oh. it was fun. And I was really, really proud. And it was fun to be just mom and daughter, you know, no yeah. other kids. yeah. Excuse me, why the frog in my pocket is asked, or no, the frog in my throat. (laughs) It has returned. Well, um, I wanted to talk to you about my weekend (gasps) since you were gone. I tell. And I haven't had a chance to catch you up. And 
I just had so many thoughts. Okay. okay and I love I, a thought-filled weekend. I need, to, I need to unpack this with you. A weekend pregnant with introspect, one exactly. might say. Exactly. Okay. That scared me when you said pregnant. Well, and I was like, do you know it was what my meant life to. is? No. It was that meant will never to. happen. Um, so I actually went to the rodeo this weekend with my dad. Which rodeo? The Alpine Rodeo. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, it was so much fun. My dad is like a cowboy at heart. He has horses and like, it's just his element. You know what I mean? And we, we try to go every year and it's my, my, my kids enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. And it was just you and your kids or was it all the siblings? No, it was really just me and my kids. Um, Scott and Jody went and then, um, my stepbrother and his wife, their kids were there. So it was like some of the cousins and. You know, but it was it was great. I yeah. was there with my dad. That was the main thing. Is like you know wanted to be there with my dad, and um, I don't know if it was just coming on the heels of the Barbie movie or what, but I am like very aware of what is happening with women, and like kind of the attitude and general feelings that just are ruminating out there about women, and. I don't know if I would have noticed these things before, but I certainly noticed them this time. So they had a rodeo clown who was kind of like going back and forth with the announcer and he had like a microphone headset thing and they were kind of telling jokes. So, and dumb, funny, whatever. But I started noticing a theme and the theme was we hate women. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yes. Did it start with wives or mothers? It started with mother-in-laws. Okay, mother-in-laws. Yes, that's uh-huh. right. Mothers, yeah. mothers, mothers are a little Sorry. sacred because we need them. Otherwise, yeah. the race but, won't continue. But mothers-in-laws... Um, mother-in-laws are disposable. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, it was, you know, all the, the jokes about like, oh, my mother-in-law, you know. Put her on this bowl. And, you know, which like I get, whatever, it's a common trope. I'm going to let that one slide. Yeah. It's a rodeo. It retracts a certain mother-in-law hating crowd. Sure. And then there was a joke about how he could see the clown's wife in the crowd because she's so big you can't miss her. So. Oof. Yeah. A fat joke. A fat joke and a clown joke. Yeah. We hate fat people. We hate clowns. But we hate fat women. But it's women. Yes. And that's how we shame Someone that's P.S. already dressed as a clown yes. can't go much lower on the shame scale, but fat woman wife would possibly tip the scales. Okay. Right. Then we had a joke about um, that horse was, I haven't seen a horse, uh, anything that angry, that horse was so angry. I haven't seen anything that angry since Rosie O'Donnell's last blind date. Oof. So we're going to shame her body and face mm-hmm. and, uh, and she's a woman. So and we're going to, so and she's a lesbian and we're going to force her to have sex with the yes. horse. Yes. Yes. So uh-huh. we are basically attacking her sexual identity, her orientation, her humanity and her sexual integrity. So that's yeah. great. Yeah. So, but, but if president Trump can make fun of Rosie, I mean, oh. what, this is a public forum oh, yeah. and, and in Alpine, children which is like, and women are present. Which I feel like, I don't know, Alpine's like, ni- like it's nice people. It's, it's like nice. God-loving, you know. Republicans. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, you know, not all Republicans have to hate women. Like, but really? But it was they. It was a little <laughs> odd. I like to have high hopes for, I mean, my dad was there. Yeah. And, but you know, so then she... we then we had, oh, and don't worry, I did make a list in my okay. phone as Wonderful. this was happening. 
notes app. Losing my goddamn mind and making my dad very uncomfortable. Did you mention because that Because I started loud? calling oh, out and saying, oh. oh, guess we hate women. Yep, laugh. It's funny. Like, poor Jody is probably just like, she is a crazy person. Oh, <laughs> like, my gosh. I love you, Just putting up with me. Guys, this is stage two. <clears throat> Anger. Yeah. Angry face. So then we got a, what What do a rooster, or what do a rooster patriot and a BYU co-ed have in common? A rooster says cock-a-doodle-doo, a patriot says Yankee-doodle-doo, and a BYU co-ed says any doodle-doo. Oof. We hate women. We they're hate desperate. Women. They're desperate. They're and they desperate. They just want to get married. Hardy hard. I'm, I thought I was going to say in a BYU co-ed, we'll just stop at cock. <laughs> Cock-a-doodle me. <laughs> then we got... Um, this is an alpine. An alpine, is, yeah. This is a... A rich subdivision uh-huh. of Utah for yeah. any of our outer staters. It's it it's in Utah County, but it tries to esteem itself as like the Park City of Utah County. Don't yes. you think? Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. So Very clearly much they're not. Vibe. But so then we had, uh, you know, uh, my c- big complaint about COVID was that you know the salons were closed, the hair salons were closed, the nail salons were closed, the med spas were closed nobody could get their botox the waxing salons were closed boy was it ugly out there oh shiz yeah we hate women did he a a male rodeo clown said did people burst out laughing well it actually it's funny because i was talking with my brother about it the next day and he was like, no, Dre, I noticed like it was uncomfortable for everybody. Cause I was like, I apologize for losing my mind yeah. when all of this was happening because I know it made my dad uncomfortable. I probably made everyone sitting yeah. on the row uncomfortable because I was like, okay, we hate women. Probably you did. Congratulations, America. We're not supposed to point out the misogyny rampant in all of society. Yeah. But my brother did say, he was like, no, it was uncomfortable. Nobody was laughing because it wasn't funny. Yeah. None of it was funny. But, you know, so it, I, I kind of came out of that feeling a little discouraged and like, oh, too bad for us. Then the next day, my friend, who is a beauty labber um, by association, and so her name is Jenny Lee, and she's in a band called Warpaint, who I love. And I've been a big fan of Warpaint for a while. And then I ended up meeting her at a restaurant in Cottonwood Heights randomly two years ago, and we have become friends. And she texted me and she's like, hey, I'm in town from LA. We're playing in Salt Lake. Do you want to come? And I was like, absolutely. I've never seen her band play before. I've been wanting to. Like, so excited. So I went to her show and it was just fun to like see this woman that I now know as a friend. As a a complete woman, not just as a performer or a star. Totally. But I really have, I mean, I've enjoyed her music for a long time, but I've never seen her live. And she is in a band with three other women. And they are all probably from the ages of, I'm going to say, 35 to 45. Some of them are mothers. Some of them are not. Um, Female drummer. uh, Jenny plays bass. Two female lead singers and guitarists. And can I tell you, the magic that happened in that room seeing these four women creative masters of their craft 
and to and to kind of know the backstory that like the lead singer just had a baby like a few months ago and you know they haven't really been playing together you know because of every because life because they're they're women yeah, yeah that have a thousand jobs to do yeah and um to see them come together and like i was just standing there heather and watching jenny on her base just like absolutely slaying it <laughs> and like you know facing uh her bandmate who is on the guitar and just like totally just like murdering us with her amazingness yeah and like to be like damn these girls have been in this band for over a decade they've traveled the world they've headlined festivals they've you know been everywhere and here they are in my little town where were they performing it it was at um the fair park at the utah state fair park and it was just so cool and i was so like grinding it out a decade later like bad asses and living their fullest selves and exploit like their talents they and they were just so so talented and it just i really had a moment that i was like this is beautiful like you cannot keep us down. Right. There is are no amount of jokes that can be told at our expense that could take this moment away from me of seeing these four women come together and create something beautiful. Rock stars. Literal rock stars. Rock stars. Like they Performing. melted my face off. It was so good. That's so awesome. It was so cool. And so it got me thinking like, you know, what is that? magic that happens when women come together and create something because I feel like you and I have experienced that like coming together and creating beauty lab I'm so proud of it it is you know my life's greatest work and besides your children of course (laughs) goes without saying (laughs) besides my children but like I'm so proud of it and I'm so proud of us yeah and I just wanted to, so I want to talk to you about that. Yeah. Of like, what, what do you find inspiring? Well, I think what I find so inspiring, and it's unfortunately, it is rooted in misogyny, which is why I think we have a special effect that comes over us when we see women doing something only as women, which, you know, it seems like a little bit gendered and isolationist and exclusive, but I think because of the way we're indoctrinated with the way we've defined success for men and for women and for women with men, it's, you know, it's like Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, but it's like Fred Astaire, you know what Uh I mean? And it's, uh and it's like, she says, everything I did, I did backwards and in heels, but there's something about when it's two women, there's no, um, it's like pure utopia democracy. Like, you know, that like, all of you are marginalized. Like if we're looking at a band of four, four women, mm-hmm. you know, you don't see it as like this power play of personality. And I'm sure it is all of those things, but because they're all kind of marginalized in the same way, it's a true, like Rudy, Rudy, like yeah. you guys yes. succeeded. It wasn't your hot lead singer. You know, it wasn't Robert Palmer and the Simply Irresistible Girls. You know, it's like you guys did it together and you did it while you're having babies while you were navigating relationships, while you were navigating heartbreak, while you were navigating financial, you know, ruin, pressure from family, yes. you know, like yes. the ro- the many, many roles that we take on. And I'm not saying that men don't take it on, but men's, men 
are treated with the objective that as long as they're being successful in whatever their career or chosen profession is, as long as they're providing or progressing, we do not hold them to that standard of having all of these other boxes checked. But women, Mm -hmm. we do. And so when you see women checking all those boxes and then checking the boxes that aren't even on the form. Yeah. Like being creative. Like being in a rock band when when you're a mom. Yeah. Like what's his face was just shaming Kiki Palmer um, when she was wearing like a sheer outfit at a concert. And like he commented on her picture and she's like, you're you a mom. And like they broke up. Cause it's just like, yeah, yeah. We, un- we, we, yeah, we get it guys. Yeah. We get it world. We get no, it. Other women. To Kim K too. Yeah. The second yeah. we become moms, we can't like music. We can't like sex n- nipples. We yeah. can't like being sexy. We can't like feeling powerful. We can't, we have to like serving our children, mm-hmm. which we do like it. And you're lucky we still like it. Otherwise society would fall apart. Right. But we also want to check the forms that they don't even put, you know, the, the possible careers or possible futures. And I think when women do it together, there's something kind of just beautiful about like the underlings rallying, right? you know? Right. And I think it's, it makes it more powerful. Totally. You know? I totally think you're, I think you're right. I think there is that kind of feeling of, of being an underdog. I recently watched the movie. She said, have you seen it? Mm-mm. It was fantastic. So, Wait, so good. Maybe I have. What is it about? It was about the two women who um, exposed uh, all of the abuse from Henry or from, oh, is it uh, the, Harvey Weinstein. Yes. I yeah. totally, yes. I watched that movie and I loved that yes. movie and it changed yes. everything. It was so, so good. When she wouldn't go on the record, then she finally went, Ashley Judd. Yes. Went on yes. the record and said, mm-hmm. I'm going to be public about this and I'm going to say everything. It was so phenomenal. And yes. I probably didn't tell you I watched it because I had mentioned I'd watched too many movies, but yes, I watched it and loved it. It was so good. And to think of like Jody Cantor and Megan Toohey, the two reporters, mm-hmm. like they fucking did that. And they had to fight and risk and like yes. do everything. And like they didn't, like they could have done it alone, but the fact that they had each other to lean on, to call in the middle of the mm-hmm. night to you know, say, are you in this? Yeah, I'm in this. And do you want to keep doing this? Yeah, I want to keep doing this. And it the, like gives me chills. Well, and what also gave me chills was the counter intuitive rawness of her having had this baby and having severe postpartum and being like, everyone being like self-soothe care. For, and she's like, I want to be working. Yes. yes. If you want me to live and you want this baby to live, let me be who I was born to be, which is an investigative reporter yes. and journalist, you know? Absolutely. And it's just so funny because oftentimes I think we are schooled in what the remedy is for whatever is ailing us. And it's never work hard. Like they, they never say to us, chop wood, carry Carry water, water. work harder, study more, be more ambitious. Yeah. They say, you know, you're doing too much. There's too much on your plate. Let, you know, Mm -hmm. put some things aside. Like, but I know that like, I remember when someone was struggling in our family and my dad said, wake up earlier, ask for a promotion, fill every hour of your day with ambition and work. And I thought he would never say that to me. Yeah. He'd be like, wake up early to exercise, put care into your physical yeah. appearance, Go on a you know, walk. Yeah. Go on a walk and make some efforts, you know, smile, make eye contact. You know what I mean? I don't even right. know what, like, he wouldn't say that didactically. I don't think, I mean, yeah. I know he'd say lose weight, but not in a mean way. Yeah. Meanwhile, he gets a monster drink and a double done for donut every morning. That sounds delicious. On his way back from the gym. <laughs> The drive-through Maverick. That was his routine. I love it. But if I could just be him, I could be fine. I know, right? Right. 
No, there's something magical about us um, fighting all the voices that say you're too much, you want a big life, you Mm -hmm. want too much. Like a lot of people would look at a band of mothers and say, where are your kids? Yeah. And how is this helping them? And is this worth it? How much are you making? Is this putting food on the table or is this just you indulging yourselves? But they would never, you know, say that about a guy's weekly golf tournament. Yeah. Or a man traveling for business. No. Yeah. You know, my dad traveled Monday through Friday every week, came home to coach on Saturday and take us to church on Sundays. And that was great. Like he was a great, he was a great dad and, but, and it worked for our family, but I don't think anyone ever was like, no, now what about your Never looks side-eyed. Yeah. I don't know. I just think there are so many um, examples of, you know, kind of what happens when women come together and create something. And I think we see that a lot in media and, you know, that's across the board it, with, you know, creative, like, um, you know, musicians and that kind of thing. We've got Amy and Emily, um, who are huge inspirations for us. But then like, even if you look at all female casts of movies, like the first wives club, Mm -hmm. so great. You yeah. know, and such an inspiration for, I don't know, for women from, you know, the nineties, like well, how many women were inspired by that? You and know? you look at, I mean, I was just at the Taylor Swift concert, you know, her openers were Gracie Adams, Sabrina Carpenter. I mean, all these young female artists and then Haim was her, you know, lead opener yes. and her friends and she joined them oh, on stage and it was just incredible because it didn't feel heavy handed, like girl power. It felt like this is our time, our moment. And every one of us deserves to sing to 80,000 people sold out. Yep. And they do it all. I mean, Taylor Swift is an example of someone that has like overcome everyone Mm -hmm. trying to take her down. And, um, if you've watched her documentary, Miss Americana, there's a scene where she's, you know, sitting around with her whole team and she's, really, really vehemently advocating to make these political statements about a politician in Tennessee who was preaching Tennessee Christian values, but is really, no, it's just a blanket to support, you know, Mm. very, very anti-women laws. And she's, um, and everyone's telling her she can't do it. It'll draw too much negative attention. She'll get death threats. And she just gets tired of explaining why. And she just says to her dad and her managers, I'm not asking for permission. I'm asking you to forgive me for doing this. Forgive me for doing this because I'm doing it. Wow. And I like totally cried. Yeah. when I cry when I think about it now because I feel like I have to say that to my kids, to my friends, and like to myself sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Like I'm going to do this. And like you have to forgive me because I'm doing it. Yeah. Like I'm not asking. Yeah, this I'm not asking or apologizing and like saying, "Oh, I know it's trash TV or it's just yeah. you know a quick trip for a stupid indulgence." Like I'm doing it. Yeah, and you're gonna have to just forgive and me, or you're gonna stupid. have to be angry. Yeah, none of it's stupid. None of it's stupid. Well, I mean, I'm so glad you said that because honestly, like, if I'm talking like female, powerful females coming together to create something, I have to like talk about you and your cast. You know, like. I have seen, I have, because of my role as your friend and your business partner, I do have a little bit more, I think, of an insight to kind of what really happens behind the scenes. And like, 
love them or hate them, guys, these women are incredible and work hard together. Yeah. Like, it, like this we are is all dedicated effort. We are an ensemble. We yes. are, we are a group of, and we, I mean, I wouldn't even say cast as much as colleagues. Yes. You know, we are colleagues yes. and, and the friendship waxes and wanes as it does a lot, but we're also thrown into an environment that is based on antagonism and conflict and still amidst all of that, I think there is respect and there is, you know, support. And there's also just baller status, you know, like women who are strong, who are resilient, Mm -hmm. who recover, who bounce back and who also fight for what they want. And, and I, the more and more as every season goes on, that bond that we have you know, strengthens even through the weakness, you know, it's like yeah. it breaks us down and then we grow stronger. And it's true. Like my respect and my admiration, it's like, I never thought I would be at this place where I just see we are all women in an all women cast, you know, and we are all killing it, you know, oh, in our absolutely. own aspects. Yes. And we're finding a way through conflict and through difference of opinion to still, uh, champion what each other wants and needs in a really you know weird way I but know. I feel that and it changes everything and that's the thing is it's like that's that's why I love you guys as an example is because like you do have conflict it isn't just sunshine lollipops and rainbows no, you know never. and just like you're not gonna sit around braiding each other's hair and you know women's women's you're so women. pretty no you're hi Barbie yeah. hi Barbie <laughs> hi Barbie <laughs> exactly but do you know what like the respect is there. Yeah. The respect is there that like, even if you may, you know, be annoyed with one person or absolutely not agree with, you know, another one of your, um, yeah. Like I will bang my head against a wall, but like when it comes to the OGs, like Lisa, Meredith, Whitney, Mm -hmm. and you know, even Angie K like it's these women, I respect them. Yep. I know you do. I feel that. And I see it and it's, really quite impressive it really really is and it it inspires me and I I hope that that part of housewives comes back and people start to see a resurgence of it because while a lot of the shade and the hate and the conflict is fun and entertaining and it makes us all laugh like you have to know that in order to be able to shade someone there has to be a level of respect and recovery Mm -hmm. and And safety yeah and safety and we're we're getting to that point where it's there and it makes it so much more potent and powerful because we're freer in our reads, uh-huh. but we're also um, more dedicated to, I think, each other's, like, honoring each other's greatness. Yeah. In their own sphere. It doesn't mean yes. I think you're amazing, but, like, I recognize you're amazing in your own sphere. Yeah, totally. Your own power and your own source, you know? Totally. It may, like, be repellent to me at certain aspects mm-hmm. of it, but it doesn't that doesn't make it less valuable. Yeah. Yeah. So we can have conflict without degrading the value of it all. Yeah. You know, absolutely. No, totally. I think that's very well said. And it speaks to chemistry because if you're going to have explosive reactions and you're going to have powerful drama, the chems, the chemical components, it's not necessarily one's bad and one's good, but they both have to be very powerful. And then when you mix them, you know, you Mm -hmm. get sparks. Yeah. And that's kind of, it's exciting and it's challenging, but I hope that, um, I hope that we can celebrate, we don't lose the magic of it by loving each other and laughing and enjoying each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
I mean, you guys are all really dynamic and also very different. I don't think there's ever not going to be conflict. Like, never. as much as you love and respect each other, people are going to piss each other off. No, we could read, we could each read the same sentence and each have a completely different meaning yeah. and reaction to that sentence. Yeah. And that's what makes it interesting. Absolutely. I know, it does. Yeah, no, I'm really excited for the new season to come out. Yeah, September 5th, season it. 4 is going to be awesome. It'll, it's going to be great. The trailer was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Trailer has dropped. Miss Mary Cosby is back. Oh my. <laughs> and like, it's so funny because all the headlines have been about Mary Cosby. Heather asked Mary Cosby, do you think I look inbred? Like, and I do. I do. And let me tell you, being inbred isn't the worst thing. Really? What the worst thing is, is just not being alive. And then one step up from that is looking inbred. So count your many blessings. But you know what? It's true. A lot of white Mormons look inbred. We do. I disagree. But you disagree? Oh. No, I think I think we're don't, all beautiful. Don't inbreds have big chins and large foreheads? Isn't that kind of what I got going? Oh my gosh, so do I. Then I guess I'm inbred too. I'm, I am Mormons. Pioneer stock. We, I'm a Mormon. Yes, I am. Oh my gosh. Well, if you want to study a Mormon, I'm a living specimen. <clears throat> well, I'm. Uh, thank you for indulging me in my my I wish, sisterhood, I mean, my my rabbit hole down sisterhood. It just, I don't know. I'm going to show you the video that I took at Jenny's concert. I want to see it. It was just magical. I was like, and I think what really also was kind of a nice little um, juxtaposition of it was the fact that as I was waiting for the band to come out, the road, the roadie techs were out there, like, you know, tuning the guitars. It was all men. All men. All their pleons. Yeah. Their and, and I mean, like, I was just like, yeah, girls, yeah. like, that's right. Have these men tune your guitars and then you come out and like, Rock just it. absolutely kill it. Yeah. It was just very cool. And it was really inspiring, especially coming off of the heels of the rodeo where I was feeling very beat down. Yeah. It's, it's and, always in contrast to it, you yeah. know, because you, you get marginalized and then you feel empowered and it's, but if you think back to like watching old television shows, you know, like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and stuff mm-hmm. where our roles were so defined and it was just commonplace to just openly criticize and mock women and even women comedians had to go in mocking women yeah. and themselves in order to even have a step, but to see the progression and to see the celebration and to see like someone like Mindy Kaling having the number one Netflix Absolutely. show yep. for 14 weeks or whatever the stats are, my numbers are never right. But then Taylor Swift selling out six nights at SoFi Stadium more than any other artist in yeah. history. And like I grew up, you know, Bruce Springsteen, Michael Jackson, Madonna, like people that were so iconic, right? When music became so accessible that you would think that type of worldwide frenzy would never exist again because yes. it's so yeah. niche and it's so personal and it's so accessible now. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. used to have to wait up till two in the morning to hear a new release song and then like double record it on a bad cassette tape. <laughs> but now we can just Google an artist and then be personally spoon fed other artists in that same genre. So yes. it was totally. different back then that we only had like rock stars were very few and far between mm-hmm. and you did not have access to them on social media or through, you know, Apple Music and Spotify. And so I just think I never thought that frenzy would reach such a fever pitch. And I really felt it at the Taylor Swift concert. And I felt like it was based in positivity. Mm. And usually that gives me the cringe. And it, it just, well, not one tiny part of it did. I love that. I felt like 
is this heaven? Is this what heaven's going to be like? With more men. Yeah. Then it it would be like I mean, there's room for all of us, but shout out to the girlies out there. Shout out to the girlies. Yeah. I love it. Well. Very cool. Yeah. Thanks again for indulging me. And for sure. I love your insight. And thanks for being part of an inspirational group of women. No, I love our partnership. It is like the most amazing thing. And just two moms. Just two moms. Running a million dollar business. And I mean, <laughs> our our uh, cohort here, you know, we, we got some, we're, we're sprinkled with men, but like we've got a men. pretty awesome group of women here that no. are creators and and artists yeah and as moms of daughters it's just like thrilling it is because they don't even know the the glass ceilings that the people before us have broke you know absolutely yeah and shout out to our supportive men yes oh my gosh shout out to you guys we 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 built this business we built this business with a few of you men. We built this business. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were going because you I know, used to I, say lips and oh shots. <laughs> lips and no shots. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Hen. So I just want to give a shout out to Crack Shack. They sent us the cutest promo kit. Oh my God, they were They're doing so a cute. collab with Barbie and Barbie Chicks Unite heals up Henny. And then they have on the front in Barbie pink, it says, hi, Barbie. And then hi, Hen. Because, you know, Crack so Shack is chicken sandwiches. Yeah, everybody who's uh, in, in the Riverton area, check out our neighbors, yes, Crack Shack. Our favorite neighbors are Crack Shack. I'm going to be wearing so their bucket hats and their sweats and shopping for chicken sandwiches. Like, this is genius. They have a chicken in a full rollerblading um, Malibu Barbie outfit. So great. This is genius. Utah, look at the Utah Barbie in a ski outfit. Oh my gosh. You guys, that's AI so is so much smarter and cooler than any graphic designer I've ever known. I know. Shout out to um, Shay who made AI, I'm assuming it was AI, Barbie yeah. renditions of Heather and I and Beauty Lab. Which was, it's very cool. And I'm thinking so of like cool. finding somebody that can create the set. <laughs> Dre had flaming magenta hair as her version of Barbie. And I was given, it was weird, I was given the Margie pregnant doll body, but I didn't mind. <laughs> Oh AI just gosh. pretty much thought that was the best fit. You are no Midge. You <laughs> no, are Midge, Barbie. Margie. You are Margie and Midge. Sorry, I got the Midge Barbie. Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Give us a follow on um, Instagram. It's uh, at live dot love dot lab. Yeah. Dot podcast. Dot podcast. Woof. And. Uh, yeah, shout out to Shay who has great content for great. us. Great, gives us all our promo videos. And like, subscribe, follow, and share. Yeah. And you could be eligible for yet another podcast with me and Dre. <laughs> now, if you don't like, follow, subscribe, and share, there's no guarantee that we're going to come back. That's just how it works. But yeah, we might come back. We might. But either way, remember that the lab loves you and life is short, you guys. By, by the, the lips. lips. That's why we can't have men around. We just we just resort them all to dick jokes. So true. It's terrible.